Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Quest for, for content. content. I am your co-host, Zach, joined today by... Dylan, as always. As always, not just today. Um, and today's going to be maybe not shorter, but less topics. We're making up for the fact that we didn't record last week. Yeah, we're still trying to iron out a more concrete schedule. Yeah. Uh, kind of a weird fluid schedule we have right now where like Dylan's trying to find new jobs. I'm about to start another job potentially. Just uh, my work schedule just, in general yeah. currently is really weird. It is weird. You do you've been doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. A real globe trotter. Um not quite. Well, a a region trotter, southeast, but also Cincinnati, which isn't southeast. It's in it's in our region. It's so in the east. It's yeah. It's part of our territory like the southeast territory for the company weird i wouldn't it stretches all the way up well yeah cincinnati southeast yeah it stretches up to i think ohio is the weird 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 call yeah it is on that company anyway um so today all we're really going to talk about is i don't have a ton of game news no there's really Um, i don't have much else i'm just going to talk a bit about outriders and then bring up one figure that came up this week that kind of stood out. Um, and then we'll hand the reins over to Dylan and we'll talk about episodes three and four yep. of the Falcone and the Winter Soldier. So uh, here's your spoiler warning. Just going to get that out of the way right now because that's going to be the majority of this episode is spoiler talk. Right. So so I'll go ahead and uh, I guess put it in here, the timestamps. Or, yeah. or should I back it up to the part? I'll just put it in here. And you can pay attention. So, here it is. Right. Oh. All right. Uh, Zach again. Back again, once again, for a timestamp update. Uh, and if you're looking for, if you want to jump, skip all the two or three bits of news that we do talk about, you can skip ahead to the 25-minute mark, and you will be just before we start talking about, talking, talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or, um, if you are interested in skipping anything that has to do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, then, I mean, keep an eye out for that, but we, we announced that we're going into it, so... You could just leave when we say, and now time for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All right. Thanks for listening. Please enjoy. All right. The quest for content. Let's go. All right. So, um, that little tidbit of news, the figure that stood out, Epic Games. It's not little. It's a lot of money. That's true. It's not, it's not a small amount. Epic Games <clears throat> is uh, basically released a statement. I guess saying they have lost three hundred and thirty million dollars supporting their free to play games. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's so much money. money. Um, but and why this is all in an attempt to try and um, I guess be competition to compete with Steam, uh, which is just a bad idea. Yeah, no, nah, you can't really compete with them no that'd be like an that just that'd be like trying to compete with amazon right it's too late yeah you've missed the you've missed it and also i feel like i've heard nothing but complaints about the way that store is just set up i haven't heard anything good about it no neither have i so i guess you know growing pains maybe they'll figure it out but if they're hemorrhaging this kind of money I don't imagine that store is going to stay open for too much longer. Probably um, not. <clears throat> no. And then all I really have to say about Outrider is that a lot of people, like basically everything else today, it's super divisive. Yeah. Either people hate it or they love it. And I, pretty much as always, kind of sit somewhere in the middle. Okay. I don't think it's a perfect game. Far from it. Uh, but I like it. I don't hate it. I think it. I think it could use a little smoothing out. Yeah. I think the mechanics could have used a little bit of refining. Um, but so far, I like the story. It feels like a weird combination of, like Mass Effect, and I don't even know what 
there's like a bit of maybe fallout energy to it. It's weird. There, it kind of like a, a lot goes into it, but basically it feels like a weird cousin to fallout Andromeda. To fallout. I mean, sorry, not fallout Andromeda, mass effect Andromeda, a little bit of a, I do that a lot. My, my brain is a mess. Uh, yeah, it just, it feels like a weird cousin. The story is kind of similar. Okay. Um, so far, I'm not super far into the game, um, but I'm enjoying it. I like it. I also, by the way, I got it through Game Pass. So I'm looking at it through the lens of a free game. Right. If I had spent 60 bucks on it, I don't know if I would have the same opinion. Yeah. I don't think it would be a bad game, but I don't know if I would feel, oh, this was a $60 game. Okay. Because I'm coming at it from the opinion of, oh, not every game has to be as smooth as Red Dead. Right. Or, like, as just all the tiny details be ironed out like The Last of Us, that kind of stuff. Right. Not everything has to be that level. But, if I had paid 60 bucks, then I compare it to other games that cost 60 bucks, i.e. Red Dead, The Last of Us. Correct. Basically any game. Yeah, they all um, cost pretty much the so, same. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I have not downloaded it yet. Yeah. But I intend to. It's a little janky. Um, it's a Square Enix game. I like Square Enix. Square Enix does good work. Most of the time, they've had some rough patches here and there. Recently. Lately. Recently. Um, but I don't know. You know, it's kind of expectations versus reality. Yeah. You would expect Square Enix, which is a seasoned company... Correct. To release games that are more polished. But if you look at their track record, even their best games, like Mass Effect, have always had bugs in them. Yeah. Not the kind of game-breaking bugs, but just funny stuff where, like, you know, walking up to a scene, Shepard's head will do a full 360 before he starts his... That kind of stuff. <laughs> or, like, eyeballs will pop through the lids. It's just weird, kind of janky graphic stuff. Yeah. Um, this hasn't had any game-breaking glitches in it either. It just, I don't know, it doesn't feel quite like a 2021 game. Okay. It feels like a good game, but maybe three or four, maybe five years out of date. Gotcha. It's not terrible. Okay. A good, a good, you know, it's it's not like awful, but it's good. Worth the download. Worth the download, especially if you have it free. I'm enjoying it. If you like those kind of games where it's, it's a cover-based shooter for the most part, um, I really like the class system of, you know, I'm a big fan of any game that lets me play as a tank. Yeah. So I love that I could play as a tank in that game. Um, it definitely gives me like Gears of War, Mass Effect vibes, which is, you know, the nostalgia of those games being in that game makes it kind of brings a rating up a bit. Okay. Um, I think my biggest complaint for the game is when you start for the first like 30 minutes to 40 minutes of the game, like 15 minutes of that is load screens. I, mm. There are so many load screens at, like at the beginning of the game. It's so bad. Okay. And I, the whole time I was like, this is like worse than Skyrim. Yeah. Because at least in Skyrim, you know, once you got out the door, you were fine. Right. But in this, it's like every cutscene is like just a blank load screen. Not blank, you have a background, but it's not, like, there's not even anything happening. It's not like a cut screen, load screen. Cut scene, load screen. Yeah. Which is kind of how it ought to be in 2020, which you expect from a AAA game. Right. So, it's you know, it's like I said, it's kind, it feels kind of like an outdated game, but not in a way that makes it unplayable, just in a way that's like, you kind of expect more from Square Enix. Yeah. Overall, I'd give it like a six and a half or a seven. Okay. Out of 10. That's pretty good. It's not bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But again, through the goggles of a free game. Right. So if you are listening to this and you think I'm a moron and that you don't feel like you should have paid 60 bucks for it, maybe you shouldn't have. I didn't. So. No, you just pay monthly for it is all. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll get it eventually. I. Yeah. I just finished Cyberpunk and I restarted it. Which. How would you rate that game? Pros and cons. Give it's, me a rundown. It's buggy as hell. Yep. At, let me preface it with this. I'm running it on an Xbox One S. So not quite the lowest tier console that I could be running no, right it on. right in the middle. 
but not the best. It's okay. The frame rate is pretty bad still, even after the most recent update. And it's still kind of buggy in some areas, although this most recent update did smooth out a lot of the more major like gameplay bugs, I feel, that I was, at least that I was experiencing. Okay. Uh, so that was a plus. Uh, but yeah, the frame rate is still pretty rough in some areas. Okay. It, it drops a lot. Uh, Story-wise, though, phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, we talked about this, I think it was this morning that I made this comment. Like, everybody talks about how, like, buggy and, like, fucked up the game was. Yeah. Which, fair enough. They've been working on it for a long-ass time. And based on some of their other games... Like, eight years. Yeah, based on some of the other games that CDPR has done, you just would have expected better from them like mechanics and like polish wise right yeah but like all the other little details in the game like the story was phenomenal i love the story the music was really good because i'm a big like i love music and stuff like that yeah i like we're big fans of of yeah stuff soundtrack stuff because it makes such a difference in a scene right yeah the right music can really just yeah it takes the scene from one level to the next yeah yeah they did a really good job of that uh the story and even some of the, like the gameplay mechanics i really liked uh i'd give it honestly i'd probably give it about a six and a half seven out of ten okay from like a overall overall story yeah. the story what alone what would you give eight and a half nine okay yeah. If and then it was... just that janky release and all that right. issues. Right, yeah. Okay. I could accept that. I'm curious to play it on a Series X when they release an optimized Series X version of the game. Because right now it's running on... Right. It's a ported a, version. It's a last-gen, yeah, port. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it'll change. Because it's running... From everything that I've seen, I don't have a Series X, but everything that I've seen, like it runs a fairly consistent 60 frames per second on a Series okay. X with some drops. That's pretty good. Here and there. Uh, so it's better than what should be 30 right. on. And yeah, I'm sure those game. drops probably don't quite get as down low as an Xbox Series S does. Or Xbox One S, sorry. Right. Not yeah. Series S. I don't okay. know. All in all, it's a good game. I'm, I restarted the story, so I'm trying to play through and make some different decisions and see how that changes it up, because there's like seven endings to the game. Yeah, it's always fun to do that in games. I did that with The Witcher, yep. also CD Projekt Red game, Yep. because um, the first time through I got, I think the I think I got the best ending, and then the second time through I was just curious what certain decisions you make affect it, and... You can you can get a pretty rough ending. Yeah. Yeah. Specific I think the biggest decider on like if you go a, a good positive route or a pretty significantly negative route is if when you deliver Siri to Emperor Amir, mm-hmm. if you ask for the payment that you were offered f- to retrieve her, because that Siri's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. And you look like a bitch. Siri hates you. Amir looks down on you as always. Mm-hmm. What's that? Is it Charles Dance? Uh, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones, the the Tywin. Tywin. Yeah, Charles yep. Dance, mm-hmm. little Chucky Dance. Okay. Yeah. What a voice that guy has. He has a very commanding voice. Yeah, but yeah. They did a good job. Yeah. Uh, casting him as a king. Yeah. Twice, basically. Now that I finished Cyberpunk, though, I've got to finish uh, Final Fantasy 15 because I've been playing that too. Oh uh, yeah. I need to get into that. I I need to. I have there are, there are games I have that I need to finish. Yeah, I'm trying to finish stuff that I have downloaded and have started before I download Outriders. Yes, yeah. I um, I started playing Dishonored two a while ago. I played through Dishonored one long after it came out, um, because it was free. Yeah, and I'd always heard heard good things about the game. 
So I wanted to give it a try. I played through it, loved it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the few games where I'm like, I really want to do stealth and I want to do it right. Yeah. Like beyond just like killing everyone and that's my version of stealth, but like trying to just avoid being seen if I can. Right. Maybe killing everyone in certain, or sorry, not killing anyone, but knocking everyone out. Yeah. Because killing affects the ending. <clears throat> um, But man, it is tougher to do in the second one than it was in the first one. Mm-hmm. And I'm too rigidly con- like attempting to get to it. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. So I, I put the game down a little while ago and I picked it back up and I really, I, I need to get it done. Um, but now I picked up Outriders, and I'm kind of in that, and it's just, I have too many games going on right now. I have Final Fantasy, yeah. Outriders, Dishonored. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, what I'm... I started playing Stardew again, because <clears throat> our buddies, Wes and his wife Nicolette, yep. who, uh, Wes, I do a podcast with as well, if you're interested, we did, uh, it's called Waffle Talk. Sure is. Named after, we explained it in the podcast, uh, we talked about the Great Emu War. Interesting, interesting, interesting topic. Fun. Yeah. Good, good, good starter episode, I think. For sure. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in that, go check that out after this. Uh, Waffle Talk podcast. Well, it's just Waffle Talk. Yeah. On Spotify. And also Google and Amazon. Working on Apple Podcasts. Eventually, yeah, on Apple Podcasts. It's given us some grief. Yeah, we've had some issues trying to get that done. But um, we'll get there eventually. Yes, we will. Anyway, yeah, so I have we have a bunch of games that we need to get done. I'm really bad about that of like, oh, I really like this game. Yeah. And then I'll just move on and start another one in the meantime and be like, oh, fuck, I really like this game. And then I have like 12 games downloaded, all 25% done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, we men- you mentioned it earlier, The Last of Us. Did you see that they are remaking... Yeah, uh, I, did, I did see that. I did see that. I would enjoy the concept of playing it again and, you know, in the new mechanics. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm just so bummed because it was such a good game, too. But it hurts your heart. Yeah. It was a hard game to get through because of how just how sad. Everything. There are no feel-good moments in that game. The first one or the second one? The second one. Yeah. Literally everything is a gut punch. But I can't play the first one now without being like, fucking none of this really matters. Right. Because Joel fucking dies. Spoilers, I guess, if you somehow missed that. Yeah. But still want to play the game. Um, Fucking, you know, Ellie's life turns to shit. Yeah. Everything sucks. It is really sad. It's so rough. Everything is bad. She can't even play the guitar anymore by the end of the game. Because she gets her fingers bitten off. That's right. (laughs) I did see that. It's like the one thing that connects her back to Joel is literally ripped from her by teeth. That's upsetting. It's so upsetting. And then one of the last scenes in the game, they... Because, like, the whole game, throughout the game, it's, oh, their relationship was kind of shitty by the end. Yeah. Which is sad. But the last scene of the game is them showing that they were working towards fixing the relationship. And then the next day, he gets fucking murdered. It's heartbreak. I love it and I hate it. Yeah. Fuck me. (laughs) Anyway... I'm sad now. Good job, Dylan. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> it's just something that I saw that we didn't talk about. No, I know. I I do love that franchise, though. It's good, and it was. It's just such a. It's it's a gut punch of a game, but it is a beautiful game. It looks amazing. It plays so well. Yeah. Oh, but boy, is it a heartbreaker for sure. There are some moments. I'm not the most emotional guy. No. I'm not the kind of person to, like, just, like, watch anything and be like, oh, that was so sad. I feel like crying. But there were one or two moments in The Last of Us 2 where I was just like, fuck, that hurts. It just hurts. It hits you right in the feels. Right. Right Right at home. Yeah. It really hits home. Um, But it is a beautiful game. And there are a lot, obviously, you know, again, just like everything nowadays, 
a lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it. And anybody who has like, there's nobody can voice a, like a moderate opinion. No. Of like, like, like I said, I love the game. Do I think that that like, would I have liked a different version of the story? Yeah, I would have a lot. I would have very much liked to not see what I saw. It's just the way it is. But that's sometimes. just the way it is. You know, not every game has to be a happy ending. You know, not every story gives you the satisfaction of what you're looking for. Sometimes life is just tough and art imitates life. This may speak something to my mental state, but I kind of like sad games. I I like not even games, just like even in movies. I do, too. I like I sad do too, stuff. But there is a difference between sad and what f fucking happened in The Last of Us 2. It really was yeah. just painful. It hurt so bad to watch everything happen. And, and Troy was... and Ashley are just such good actors that, like, it's oh, you feel it in the words. And it wasn't even, like, it was early on in the game, too. It's immediate. It's like, yeah. It's, you know, like, it's the first thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. You run through a little bit of both characters, and then you just have your soul ripped out, spat on, and stepped on. Yeah. And then you cry for another 13, 14 hours. And then just when you think you're done crying, they give you another section of the game to play, and you cry some more. And then you realize at the end of that section that the game isn't done still, and you have to cry for even longer. Great. It's a Great. lot of crying. Um, but that's all I have to talk about. Fair enough. But before we move on, I remembered that we forgot to do our socials. I just figured we'd do it at the end. Fine. Whatever. I mean, we can do it now. Nope. Let's do it Go. Now. Nope. Go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't have a ton. You can reach us. No, I'm just kidding. Go. <laughs> I don't have a ton because I wanted to spend the most of it. Majority of our time talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, but uh, Black Adam started production mm -hmm. this week, this past week. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's thighs have their own gravitational pull. Yeah. Those, according to a picture he posted on Instagram. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, where each thigh has more muscle mass than most humans. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary, if I'm being honest. Which Chris Hemsworth's shoulders... Are, are on that level. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of people have really, like, not a lot of people, but people who work out, generally, like, front delts are pretty common. Good front delts, the front of the shoulder. Yeah. Rear delts like his, unheard of. I've never seen rear delts like that. No, it's... It's... Something to behold. Disc That's... Yeah, for real. Anyway, enough gushing over muscles. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, that's getting going here in Atlanta and uh, just a couple of delays that we didn't cover previously. Uh, kind of weird delays. Venom 2 and Mortal Kombat have both been delayed oh. one week. <laughs> That's right. I saw those numbers. Just... <laughs> one week. That's interesting. I wonder if they're doing just like, we'll do it one week and if by the time, you know, it turns out that's not a good week. We'll do one week again. Yeah. I I don't know why. It's weird. It's weird that it's just a week. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I be optimistic, I guess. I don't know how much could change in a week, but. Right. You know, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. It. it it's just an interesting choice. Like, I could understand delaying it, like, a couple of months. If you, or even if, just a month. Right. Four weeks. Something could change. Yeah. Seven days. Like, if you need... Like, I understand if you needed more time to run, like, post-production on it. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff yeah. like that runs right up to release. Especially on a movie where the main character is CGI. Yeah. Well, you know... Venom is CGI. And, well, it's it's Venom to let there be Carnage, so it's... Oh, and Carnage. So, so. it's two CG characters. Mm-hmm. 
I still haven't seen the first one. It's okay. I liked it. It was... When they announced it, they announced the first one as it was going to be like a rated R Venom movie. Mm -hmm. And then at some point during the production, like the studio made the decision to change it and make it a PG-13 movie. And you can tell watching, like it's, there are several moments where you could tell that scenes were just cut. It's like we always say, studios just ruin things. Right. They butt their nose in too much, and then it becomes bad. Yeah. But I think they're going, I think they're sticking with the R rating for this, because you kind of have to with Carnage. Yeah, he's he's a serial killer. Yeah. Who is now also infected by a similarly insane symbiote. Symbiote, symbiote. Yeah. Symbiote. yeah. I'm kind of excited for Alien that goo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that... This one will be a little bit better. I like Tom Hardy as as uh, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. I almost wanted to call him Brock Lesnar. <laughs> not quite. No, not not the same. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. It's just those. Like I said, I wanted to keep this short. Yep. So we can power get, through. Get into the meat of the episode. The meat and potatoes. Potatoes. Yes. Yeah, so we'll uh, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Let's talk some Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's. Episode three. Three. And four. And four. Yeah. What'd Go you, for What'd you think? What'd you think of these? Like, let's start with three. Okay. I liked it. That's it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, Next. Yeah, okay. I thought that episode three was like the best episode of the show, and then they came out with episode four, and it it topped that even that's kind of the goal yeah especially with a short show like this right where it's like you just want each episode to be better than the last yeah because it is so short and it is just one story arc yeah i think it it long form and short form both have their benefits yeah where it's a clear concise singular story arc you could put all of your writer's time and effort into that arc and you can put a lot of nuance and just power power behind that climactic momentum right but you lose a lot of just like the the smaller behind not behind the scenes but like just smaller arcs that come and go yeah the things that add kind of volume to a longer form show Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah i agree i thought i think each episode has been better than the last yeah i really liked uh in episode three they opened up with uh, Zemo getting out of jail. Yes, I like and that they. I, I like that they showed us that Zemo is a badass. Yeah, I also like the way they did that because they teased him at the end of episode two. Yes, and I I assumed that the majority of the runtime for episode three would be them breaking him out of jail. No, it wasn't. But it had already happened, and yeah. they just showed it in like quick. Quick cut flashbacks. Yeah. Which I always like that style. Yeah. No, I, I that was the way to go with that. I think that when it's done right. Yeah. It, it's a good it's a good way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. I Zemo's been great. He's mm-hmm. I really He was great He's in got Civil the moves. War. He was great in Civil War. I've enjoyed him much more as a character in this. He's got an interesting I've never seen like a chest level fist bump. Yeah. That was uh I've never seen that. That was honestly that was the best the best part of last week's which, episode. Now that I'm doing this in a small like booth with just two dudes, doesn't feel quite right. Please stop. But I'm not gonna stop. Please stop. The rest of the show. Okay, I'm very uncomfortable right now. This is this is very upsetting. Uh did you eye see... contact the whole time. Oh god. Did you see that uh Disney like released like a whole hour? Of the little Zemo dance. Yeah, I did. I, mean, I haven't watched just, the hour, but... Well, it's just the like same like 30-second oh, clip okay. repeated over and over again. Yeah. But, yeah. Give the fans what they want, right? I Fan mean, service, man. Yeah. I thought that was... That was, that was an interesting... Uh, interesting little tidbit. Little, yeah. This is so weird. Please stop. <laughs> Okay. You've got to stop. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, they they gave him like his comet costume in this too. We yes, get to see they like did. the purple hood. Yes, and then the I like his coat. The coat is I would wear badass. if if I wasn't the kind of person to sweat so profusely in that coat in any kind of weather. I would wear the fuck out of a coat like that. Oh yeah, it looks sick. Uh, we also got the uh, return of Sharon Carter. Yes, who is. Maybe the power broker? Maybe. There's some theories yeah, going around out which there. Which I'm okay with. I'd be A-okay with that. She's kind of a badass now. I think it makes sense. It does. And also, she has access to a lot of weird shit. Which is why I think it makes like sense. Like satellites. Yeah, because in the in episode four, which we'll get to in a little bit, they like ask her to like keep tabs on uh, John Walker. Yes. And she's like, don't worry. I got access to two, sat- like, two yeah, satellites. Yeah, two. Count them. Two. I was like, okay, I think it makes sense that it could be her. It's either that or, like I said earlier, I think she's either she's either the power broker or like his competition. Right. Someone who's trying to muscle in and having someone like Sam in her pocket would be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, remains to be seen. I guess yeah. we got two episodes left. Yes, we do. I'm but sure I imagine we'll that, find out eventually. I imagine that this show is not the last we're going to see of Sharon Carter. Probably not. Considering she owns satellites. Yeah. She also, like, had some pretty badass, like, fight bits in that well, episode. Well, yeah, she's, what, the, the, the niece of Peggy? Yeah. So, she has good genes. This is true. Uh... I think of what else it's we didn't watch that episode before this it's been a, it's been like a week since it has I've been seen a minute uh, I almost recommended we do that but we started recording at like 10:50 it would have been very late it would, we would have just now started finishing the episode right and if we record the similar length as we normally do we wouldn't be done until like 1 yeah at the earliest hopefully we don't run that late. I don't think we will. I hope we don't run for another hour and a half. I don't think we will. <laughs> On uh, one and a half episodes now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got... I mean, I, I could rant about yeah. just random video game stuff for an hour and a half. I could do it. Easily. I'm not gonna. No. That's for a different podcast. That's for when I go insane. Yeah. I'll just Bill Burr rant into a microphone for an hour. It's true. They, uh, but probably less funny. And more fat. They go to Madripoor in that episode. I, yes, they do. Which, A, it looked cool. It did. Like, it had a... That whole episode was just shot very well. It, it had yeah, very the cinematography, cinematography? John Wick vibes. Cinematography, yeah. Because I think it was done by the... Like, directed by... I was... I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. It's like Cheselnik, something like that. That sounds right, yeah. Something, something, something. It's something. Directed that episode. Really? Yeah, which is why. That explains why it was very techno. And John Wick. Yeah. Because that, like, scene of, like, when they were in the car and the bikes came up was, like, straight out of Straight out of three, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's. that's The samurai fight from the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it looked really good. And a lot of the, like, fight choreography was. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I rather enjoyed that. And they are slowly but surely teasing us with X Men. Hints of all sorts of things. The Young Avengers, X Men stuff, mutants. Because X Men. In the comics, Magipor is like a huge, mm-hmm. huge X Men location. By the way, did you see that they re- that they removed all that stuff from like the Magipor wiki? Yeah, it did. They went in and got rid of all the X-Men and all that stuff. Yeah. Because there was... Uh, in When they go into uh, Low Lowtown, that's what it's called. I think so. Hightown is the High other town one. Is, so. it's, I think it's Hightown and Lowtown. There's like... They go to... Hold on. I gotta find the names of these, these places. The two bars. Also, apparently in the comics, it's built upon the head of a sleeping dragon. That's Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Uh, what am I looking for 
I imagine you're segueing into patches. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm just. It starts with an M, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Okay. That's a great show. Letter Kenny. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah. So there are two two bars in Lowtown. One that Sam, Bucky, and Zemo go to is called the Brass Monkey, which is Brass Monkey. Which is kind of a big location in the comics. But owned by the Beastie Boys. The big one. Uh, that we we see like the sign and like logo for the princess bar. Oh, no M. No, uh, is co-owned by a man named Patch. In oh yeah, comics. not Patches. Patch. Patch. Patch is less cute than Patches. Patches sounds like a dog. Uh, in the comics, who is none Logan. other than fucking Logan the Wolverine, mm, the Mister Wolverine. So that's exciting. Which, by the way, speaking of Letter Kenny, did you see there's a petition going around? Uh, people want Jared Kiso to play Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do, you, how do you feel about that? I can't see him playing anything other than that type of character. But just the pure look of him, great. Yeah. He's he's like a stout-looking dude. Oh, for He's sure. got that we, like the mean, scrunched-up face look down. Yeah. Yeah. I but, can see it. Yeah. I, I definitely think he can. And isn't... No, he's not Canadian. Never mind. That's uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, Wolverine is American. No. No, he is Canadian. No, he's Canadian. Oh, no, I was fucking right. Yeah, okay, so perfect. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I'm scatterbrained. Either, either way. Moving on. That's I'm, I, I love that they're like just dropping little hints and teases here and there. Because we'll get there eventually. We know it's coming. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of people who like are fan cast into the Wolverine thing, and I like a lot of them. I do too. Who's uh, your favorite? Uh, Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's definitely good. actually. Um, I think I think it's tied between two. I like Taron Egerton as a fan cast. Mm-hmm. I also like Dacre Montgomery. I think he'd be good too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't be bad. No, nah, I'm. I'd be okay with either of those. There's one that I really liked. I can't think of it right now. It doesn't matter. Nah, I'll figure it out later. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else happened in episode three? Oh, we went to the we went went to the lab. Uh, Doctor Nagel. Yeah. Uh, created the. The, the weaker serum. super soldier serum. Yeah. Also now dead. Dead, yeah. He got canoed. And then his remains exploded. <laughs> he got Han Soloed. He got two-thirds of the Han Solo treatment. Not as bad. Nobody has ever died as hard as Han no, Solo did. Nobody ever has. And probably ever will. No. And for those of you who are wondering what we mean, he got stabbed through the abdomen. Yep. Fell into a Fell pit. into a pit Bottomless that, pit. like, to the center of a planet right. that was then turned into a star. Yeah. So... He is as dead as dead can be. He's like, he's our comparison that we use when like he's characters the, he's die. He's the gold standard, the measuring stick of dead. Because nobody has ever died as hard as he did. No. And we had a friend, too, who <laughs> was convinced that he wasn't dead. Jake, you remember that? I thought it was Eric. Was it Eric? It might have been Eric. I'm pretty sure it was Eric. But no, he's dead. He's super dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have too much else to say about about episode three. It was, it was no, it was a good. It, it was, was solid. It all, but also like kind of pales in comparison to the next one. Yeah, which was, is also fresher on our mind. Yeah, we we just watched that for a second time. Yeah, uh, that was my third time. Watching. Well, you know what? I was gonna say I have a life, but I don't. <laughs> so anyway, uh, moving on. Episode four. Let's get into that. Uh, fucking, this was super dark. And I love it. it. Was so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> I understood um, that reference. Yeah, they the fucking cap decapitated a guy. Sure did. That was a very upsetting 
image. It was of him the standing there with the shield. Yeah, it was. That shield doesn't belong to you. It really doesn't. I hope. I hope in the next episode, Bucky gets to do what he's been wanting to do for the last couple of episodes and just take it. Kind of kick the shit out of John Walker and take the shield. And I give me that. I'd shit. be okay with that. Yeah. I yeah. would be too. At this point, yeah. He does, I, he does not deserve it. I love the writing and the character of John Walker. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. I hate John Walker. But I love John Walker. Yeah. the Just the internal struggles he's having is so good. Because he's, he's, a, he's a good guy, but he is like that, oh, he's a perfect soldier. Yeah. and he But he's also like, he's seen and done a lot of shitty things because he's a soldier. Right. And he... Definitely seems like he has a little bit of PTSD, and I think he's really just cracking under the pressure, A, under the pressure of, of being Cap. Yeah. Um, because he went from being like a spec ops guy whose life is almost 100% secrets to... Very much being, in the public eye. Yeah, literally, I have to imagine one of the most famous people in the world. Oh, yeah. Because he in Latvia, Captain America... <laughs> Was being asked for autographs, autographs, um, but also the pressure he's putting on himself to live up to the previous cap name. Yeah, yeah, he's he is not he's not equipped to handle all that pressure. He's it's just the cracks yeah. that you watch for him from one from like day one to now. Yeah, he's no are, Steve Rogers, no, and they make no, a no. point of that in this episode too. Well, he makes the point of like I I can't be him. Yeah. But I can do my best. Right. And I think he's trying way too hard and it's it's hurting he's, him. It's he's not doing apart. his best. He's tearing at the seams. He murdered a guy he, in front of everybody. Yeah, with and, a, and it wasn't it, it was a rough murder. It was not great. And naturally, in today's day and age, literally everybody was yeah. looking out their cell phones. They, well, they all already had the cell phones out, but then in the scene when they cut to Carly Morgenthau's face, who she's just she's obviously distraught there's a woman i think just to the left of her who is kind of like just smiling and talking to the person next to her it's like you just watched a guy get decapitated by captain america what are you joking about right (laughs) it's also upsetting too because that guy that flag smasher that he killed was the same one that earlier in the episode yeah he seemed like a decent guy well he was like saying he looked up to Captain captain america He was a Captain America fan like and he got looked, decapitated. Looked up to the symbol of like that shield when he was younger and then was killed by it wasn't the very me. same thing. I say, yeah. Yeah. It was it was rough. Mm. And poor Lamar. Yeah. Got his shit rocked. There's like a two percent chance he's alive. No, but he's, dead. he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. And uh Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it was rough. It wasn't it was rough. But good. So good. Yeah. Bucky had some good moments in this too. This yeah. They the, opened the, the Wakanda, Wakanda scene. Oh. Ooh. Sebastian Stan. That was kind of sad. And brilliant actor. Yeah. You could really see it in oh, his face. Did a good job. Yeah. And I like that we could see some more badass Dormelage. Yeah. Which who kicked the fuck out of we were talking about this earlier. You're, you say, you, like, they're not enhanced at all. They're not. But I almost don't believe it. They're not. I know, but I don't believe it. I think they have just, a, I think they took, like, a little nibble of that fruit. No, they're not. I, I, I'm just saying. They're just that good. She did, like, flips and shit, and she kicked Captain America so hard he got airborne. Yeah. He had at least 50 pounds on her. Yeah. But still. I think there's something super about her. No, John is just a little bitch. Yeah, but being a bitch doesn't change physics. I loved that fight. He got slapped around. It was so good. Yeah, and then she tossed the spear right through the straps of the shield. Hell of a throw. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, and then at the end of that, he was like, oh. They weren't yeah, even super even soldiers. soldiers. Uh, Boo hoo! Except it was more like they weren't even super soldiers. <laughs> he was like going insane a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You could definitely like see the cracks 
Like there was like a moment he like <laughs> Well he, there there were cracks before. That was just like a shattered plate. Yeah. That was that was just that was the final straw. Because he has that one like moment well after they like bar or before they barge in, because yeah. he handcuffs Zemo and they're waiting for Sam because he went in to talk to Carly. And he just he does that little like I'm insane, evil head tilts. Yeah. If yeah, if this were a Stanley Kubrick movie, he would have had the head down, eyes up to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> um but man, that the writing in the show is really good. We talked about it just before the episode. Oh yeah. Carly Morgenthau and John Walker are like the perfect foils for each other. For sure. Of like they're the exact same character. Just coming from different positions. Right. One's from like, a position one of is power. from a position of power, constantly respected, held to a higher standard. The other is coming from nothing. They've been poor forever. Yeah. They were finally given a chance at something and then it was ripped away. Right. And then they were given this insane opportunity of being a super soldier. And it's like, yeah. And even in in that scene where it's going back and forth between John Walker and then uh Sam and her. Yeah. They say the same thing, basically. It was like, oh, don't do that. Don't uh, patronize, patronize me. me. Yeah. She's like, don't do that. Don't condescend me. Right. Yeah. This is basically the same thing, but from different points of view. Yeah. Like the patronize of the insecurity of a guy who is like, knows he does not belong where he is. Right. And then the, just the, I guess, cynicism of someone who knows that they deserve more than what they have. Yeah. Right. Like he has more than he deserves. She has less than she deserves. Right. And it's it's so cool to just see that writing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And those bits between her and Sam were pretty good. Oh, it was so I, good. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that too. It's like it's almost reminiscent of the uh, the vision v vision. Yeah. Of it's it's not a it's a it's just a different kind of fight. Right. It's just really enjoyable to see a different. Because I feel like almost anyone can write a good fight scene. Yep. But it's not easy to write a scene like that that captivates you or the, are you familiar with the concept of Theseus' ship? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've they really been taking some huge steps in turns, yeah. building up Sam to be Captain America by yeah, the end have. of this. Because he's going to absolutely be Captain America yeah. by the end of this. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. He deserves it. And not John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's just really good. Zemo is, was pretty good in this, too. I was almost certain that he was going to blow Carly's brains out. Oh, yeah. I really thought she was about to die. Yeah. I've seen some, some stuff online. Some people thought that he was going to take the serum kind of when he picked up that first file. And I was like... Mm-mm. Nah, that's not that's not in his character. That would have been really bad writing. Yeah. Of like yeah, his whole thing is he wants to destroy that. He wants right. to get rid of it by any means necessary. Yeah. Which I guess you could it's like he'd take it to do it, but then he would have had to kill himself. Right. And I think Baron Zemo's not about that. <laughs> well, he did try to kill himself at the end of Civil War. Mm. Black Panther stopped him. That's true. Interesting. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't for one bit think he was going to no. take that. No, I, I knew he, he was going to start smashing. Domed by the shield. But I really thought that mid smashing, he was going to get hit by Carly. But no, she ran away. She ran away, and, and then, then he got like a smashed orbital and brain damage. Should have been. Yeah, that was <laughs> just like that girl who took the shield to the back in the fight with Lamar when he dies. Oh yeah, she's paralyzed, a hundred percent paralyzed. Well, it did like a her back like arched. Well. <laughs> And also, just like a few seconds before that fight, he threw it hard enough to stick into concrete. Right. And then it hit her spine, and it's a small surface area and a lot of force. Yeah. Let's talk about that, because this man, John Walker, he took the juice. He's... he's, he's Yeah, he's roided up. He's He's got some, uh, some super soldier serum running through him right yes, now. Yes, he does. And it is not going well. No. They're... they're again... I love the writing of John Walker because he has that sort of self-doubt of like, he was afraid of the effect that power would have on him. Yeah. And then 
he took it anyway because a Lamar was like, you're a good guy. You make the right decisions in the heat of battle and you've done all these great things, which he may have. Right. But that's a little different from being given this insane power. Yeah. Combined with the power of just the symbol he represents now with the shield. Right. Which has now been a little bit besmirched. Just a little bit. <laughs> just um, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I am a big fan of whoever is writing this series. Yeah, it's been it's been good. It has been very good. I'm a little bummed that there's only two episodes left of it. I know, I am too. But I'm also super excited to see Loki. Oh yeah, that looks that I looks am really good. Very much looking forward to that. That got a trailer last week. It did, yeah. We, we saw didn't talk a shot that. of a female Loki in it. Oh yeah, the, it's it's who everybody thinks is. Is Black Widow, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not. It's female Loki. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely is. Because um, it seems like in that, what they're setting him up to do is run around and stop other versions of himself. Yeah. Because he created a bunch of branch timelines. Mm-hmm. Which I'm so excited. That looks like it's just going to be a crazy, ridiculous... Yeah. But I'm... I'm I like Tom Hiddleston. He's a good, he's a good oh, he's... actor. He's great as Loki, so... Like the... He's one of those like, like perfect casts. A perfect cast. Yeah. yeah, he is the Robert Downey Jr. of the villains. Right. It's crazy too because he auditioned for Thor initially. For Thor, yeah, which would have been a terrible cast choice. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Now they. <laughs> no, Chris Hemsworth is perfect for that. Yeah, because he has the delts of a god. He does. The man is jacked for this next Thor. It's true. And it's so true. is Natalie Portman. It's, I wonder, do you think we'll see Loki in that in oh. that Thor movie? Oh, uh, probably. Maybe. Who knows? That would, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that was three answers. <laughs> it was. I don't know. I really, it would kind of mess Thor up if they did. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it would. I imagine we'll have some inkling of whether or not we'll see him in that at the end of his show. I yeah, uh, I'm really excited for Love and Thunder. Yeah. I think I cannot wait. That Doctor Strange 2. I'm excited for all of the things and coming out. Then the next Spider-Man movie might be the the three that I'm most excited for. Cuz I'm even really I'm really excited for the Scarlet not Scarlet Witch, Black Widow. Yeah. I'm excited to see Captain Communism. <laughs> David Harbour. Yeah. Yeah, not. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be good. I'm I'm excited to see that finally. Yeah. After 32 postpones. Yeah, it's it's yeah. We're yeah. Finally getting yeah. it. It's it's yeah. After a year, <laughs> like more than a year after that it was initially supposed to release. Yeah, it's been it a was while. supposed to come out Last May, mm-hmm. it got delayed a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then they stamped it with a May release date of this year. Mm-hmm. I think it was like probably like a year on the dot later, and then they just d- delayed it again to July. But we're close. We are until we they are delay close. it again. They're not. They're not gonna. You don't know that. You don't know that. You're right. I feel fairly confident in saying you're probably right that they will not delay that movie again. Yeah, they've really got the ball rolling now. It would be foolish <coughs> because be if, foolish for them to hinder it again. If they do delay that, then it's going to push everything else back. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue with chronological movies, right? Oh man, which watching this. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm curious if anything changed in it. Because initially this was supposed to come out after that movie. Right. I don't know. If it did, I don't really care because it's been really good. Mm, And I don't have really any complaints about it. Mm -mm. I liked WandaVision. I think I've been enjoying this one a little bit more. Oh yeah, I like this one better. But uh, I do. Yeah. But there also are... partially just because I really enjoy the Bucky-Sam 
combo, but I also I'm I'm enjoying these themes a bit more. Oh yeah. Uh grief obviously is like it's a big important thing and super relevant to everything that's happened in that universe. Yeah. But this is really diving into the aftermath of the snap. Right. Which I've been curious about since it happened. Right. Because because they... there's no smooth way to add three billion people back into the planet. Right. And they just kind of played it for a joke in Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. But in this, we get to see more mm-hmm. of... I wonder what the timeline is here. This is, is this... six months after Endgame. Okay, how long after Far From Home? Nine. Eight or nine. It's eight or nine. So WandaVision happens like right after. Right. And then this. And then... And then Far From Home. And then Far From Home. Okay. When you said eight or nine, I thought you meant it was like eight months. or nine months after Endgame. Far From Home. No, 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 no. And I was like, that math doesn't add up. I'm not a mathematician. No. Far From Home but, is eight or, yeah, okay. eight, like eight or nine months. Okay, okay, okay. Post Endgame. Interesting. Okay. So all the things we're seeing have already happened. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's cool. Interesting. I'm curious if we will see Zemo again in this. Because he escaped. He did during escape. that one fight in the middle, about middle of the episode. We have to at least see him one more time. Right. They have to te- If we don't get a resolution of him, they have to tease what he's moving on to. I imagine they might do that post credits at the ends. He might even be the vehicle to doom. Yeah. Well, we talked about because, that. Because, yeah, we talked we about talked that. We talked about in, that because he in made a, like a comment and episode. Unreleased episode. <laughs> yeah. He made like a comment in episode three. Two. No, it was in three. Oh, it had to have been in three, yeah. Yeah. Because we only saw him at the... They like teased him at the end of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made a comment in episode three about like a neighboring country... Yeah, moving in and like taking over. Like absorbing Sokovia post-Age of Ultron. Which not really seems like the perfect candidate. Really... Really thinking it is Latveria, yeah. Plus, I spent all this time in Latvia, so... Yeah. Like, geographically speaking, it's all in the same Mm -hmm. region. Yeah. And we know we're getting a Fantastic Four movie down the line. And And Doom and Reed Richards go together like water and oil (laughs) in that they don't... They don't... They hate each other. Yeah. Well, (laughs) they, uh... That and the creator of Falcon and the Winter Soldier has said that this show is supposed to set up like three different future MCU things. Hell yeah. So when he made that comment about okay. that neighboring country, I was like, okay, so, so they could be t- teeing up Fantastic Four a little bit in this. Unless they drop those three things in the next two episodes. Right. My assumption is that Madripoor is an X-Men thing. Absolutely. The the Sokovia being taken over is a is a Fantastic Four thing. Potentially, we haven't had that confirmed. We yet. haven't, but it's it makes sense. It does make sense. I don't. It just seems like a weird thing to add. Yeah. If we're not going to see that bit of information be used to some effect, right? So, and then I think the other one could could be probably is Black Panther related. Yeah, because we've had a given lot of, all the Wakanda, like the Dormelage have shown up. Mm-hmm. We went to Wakanda in this. It's got a lot to do with Bucky. Yeah, I potentially like a White Wolf thing, maybe. Yeah, because they've they've now dropped that name twice in this. Yeah, series. there's, but also I'm I, I feel bad for Bucky that like <clears throat> they they put the disconnect in his arm. Oh yeah, which means they didn't trust him. Yeah, yeah, that was. They built a, a failsafe against oh, Bucky. Right. Which he now knows, which might fuck him up in the mind. Maybe. Because I think potentially part of the reason why he was doing okay is because he knows that Wakandans had faith in him. And yeah. have to give him an arm. Right. And release him. But they only gave outside him. Outside of their borders. Half gave him an arm because they could have easily just ripped it off with the press of the button. Yeah. Which I think is going to fuck him up a little bit. It might. There's supposedly next in episode five. There's supposed to be a big cameo 
And a lot of people are thinking it might be Chadwick Boseman coming in as uh, as T'Challa. That would be well, hard to watch. It would be. It it'd be sad because it's possible he, he is past. But it would make sense based on when they filmed this. Yeah. Either that or it's going to be old Cap. It could be. Well, I think five and six have both been hinted at, like some big cameos coming. Okay, coming that'll be way. cool. So we're guaranteed potentially one. both soon. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm curious to see. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I know it's it's probably not professional to yawn into a podcast. I did not. I got zero hours of sleep last night. Yeah, and it is twelve o'clock. So I've been up for over 30 hours. Rough. I feel bad. Feels bad, man. Yeah. And today wasn't exactly a lazy day either. No, you've been kind of busy. Yeah. Well, we can wrap this up. I mean, I'm good to keep going. My body, I'll be asleep, but I'll yeah. be here. Yeah. I mean, I don't have too much else to say. <laughs> no, I we've pretty much covered everything we meant to talk about. Yeah. Um, and some things we didn't, like The Last of Us. And then on a sad note, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I excited. I really am excited. I'm curious. I, I I'm, say this I'm a lot. I'm just really interested to see where all these things are going. Yeah. There's so much potential. There really um, is. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited f- for... I, w- I really want X-Men to come into this. Um, I would really enjoy a good Fantastic Four. I want I really want a well-done Doom. Yeah. I just want a well-done Fantastic Four in general. Because yeah. they've all been But shit. Doom is just such a cool villain. From what little I know about him. Oh yeah, he's great. I would... He's not great. He's a great villain. Well, the Latverians love him. That's true. Yeah. So, it can't be that bad. For a dictator? Yeah. (laughs) But here, like, how many people love a dictator? Right. He's got to be doing something right. I don't agree with that style of government, per se. No. Uh, But look, if your people like you. Yeah, I guess. Got to be doing something right. Yeah. Got to be doing something right. For sure. Anyway, let's, uh, uh, let's outro. Let's do this. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Well, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, leave us some fan mail, ask us some questions. Yeah. Tell us you hate us or that you think we're ugly. Even though you can't see us. Yeah, but you can hear us. That's valid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can reach out to us and send us that mail of. Ill intent that at email. Yeah. Yeah. At <laughs> at quest for content pod at gmail.com. That's Q U E S T F O R C O N T E N T P O D at gmail.com. That's right. We've also got some uh some social media presence, Twitter and we Instagram do. now. And now Instagram. Yeah. So you can uh give us a follow on Either one of those. Uh, Twitter is at Quest for Con Pod. That's at Q U E S T F O R C O N P O D. Quest for Con Pod on Twitter, or you know you can give us give us a follow on Instagram. That's uh, Quest for Content Pod uh, on Instagram. It's Q U E S T F O R C O N T E N T P O D. Quest for Content Pod on Instagram. That's, yeah. Yeah, we so, might even post up a picture of ourselves. Potentially. For you to face reveal. See if we sound like how we look. Yeah. We might even, we could post a picture up and not say who's who and have them guess. We should do that. And by them, I mean our. Uh, we've had some people listen. We've had seven, no, nine. Yeah. Nine downloads. That's. Which I don't know if Spotify counts listens as downloads. Because I don't know how many people download podcasts on Spotify. 
I don't know that it does because if it doesn't, potentially more. I don't think it does count them as downloads because I've, or maybe it does. I don't know, but I've definitely I, I listened to our first episode, but I didn't download it. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Regardless, if you have been listening, thank you for listening. Yeah. We're and glad if you're you here. haven't been listening and this is your first episode, hey, we're just as glad you're here. Yeah. We're happy to keep doing this. Excited to grow. See where this goes. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with yeah. both the podcasts. I really enjoyed Waffle Talk too. Just like diving into a topic and learning a bunch. Yeah. And then just having fun teaching someone else. Right. It's good. It's a good time. And this is great. I like just talking about nerd That's shit. Stuff. Yeah, this is stuff we already talk about. I, if, you, if you haven't noticed, a lot of times the things we're talking about are like, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Prefaces a lot of the things we say. Because we have. Because this is how, this is what we talk about. These conversations literally all the time. Yeah. So, but yeah, this has been another episode of uh, the quest for content. It has been another episode. Where's my mouth? There it is. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Indeed. Adios.